With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Today, I saw something that really put a, um, I know the Spirit of God put a finger in my heart because, you know, beginning of this year the only thing that the lord has spoken to me about this year wasn't about trump winning or biden winning winning or anything like that matter of fact god hasn't spoken to me anything about who's winning or what yeah the only thing he spoke to me is that there would be a split in the church in november that people would have to choose people would have to choose to completely trust God with their health, with their finances, with their family, with every area, completely believe the Bible, trust them, or give in to compromise and fear that there would be people starting to die, okay? And that people would make a decision. There, If there's ever a time of dividing line, it's now. Today, for the first time, I mean, I've seen, we know that people have signed, evangelicals, Christians have been signing a petition telling about, people to take the vaccine about the vaccine yes. that it's okay to take the vaccine today i saw the gentleman i can't remember his name because i don't want to mispronounce his name but he's a gentleman that looks you know he's like a, a middle eastern and i think maybe i can't if he's from india or not enough but there was a gentleman i've been seeing ministers today standing up and clarifying like as if they're afraid of the country of the state or afraid of if they are making it very clear that they are with the vaccine. They were up making oh. statements 
People are starting now to make statements. These ministers are coming out and saying because they know they're getting ready to implement it. Yes, the, it is about. So they're they're priming their church. I'm telling you right now, if there's ever a time, and I and I want to get into some of my talk about you know on the Noahide talk, but. There is a split coming. People are going to have to make them mind. Are they going to take the vaccine or not? Yeah. Now, the there's a few questions. Number one, what stance do we take? Now, as a public ministry, where people, you know, in White House correspondence, mm -hmm. to stand up and take a stance. Now, not the whole smoke and mirror, you know, dog and ponies show. Right, right. We're talking about for real with conviction stance. Vaccine or no vaccine? The next question is, is how close is this vaccine to a mark of the beast? Exactly. Now, the book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, when we look at this mark, you all are very informed. And you guys. Yeah, you're very smart people. You're researchers. I, I was. We don't even have to go into the Bible and read this. Right. In this particular instance okay we can do that another time but right now i'm going to show you some things we're going to go in and i want to take this time to kind of educate on this vaccine now there are some things that need to be settled and i hope to right now for the rest of this time we need to take this time and let's settle some things on this vaccine let's look at it okay because Right now, we're going into that time where you have to choose vaccine yes. or no vaccine. Now, there's a lot of noise out there. Right now, you can look at the news and see COVID-19 on the rise and the rise and a lot of fear. And that the vaccine, vaccine, vaccine is saving the day. Okay? Now, we're gonna, I'm going to show you a few things. I'm going to give you what is out there. And we're, gonna, we're just going to talk about this. Now, that is my question for you. Is it, How close is it to the vaccine? Now, what do we mean by that? Now, buying and selling. Okay. It's a, it's a uh, you know, let's talk about the mark of the beast, okay? My mom wrote a book about the mark of the beast. When you were in London, what were in some... In 2012. In tw 2012, you were in London and you went into a place that they had right there and they had on display... In the display, Transportation Museum, which by the way... 2012. Data, yeah, data is transportation. Yep. Because it travels along the information highway. Remember she said this, data. We're talking about computer. Yes. Data, digital data is transportation. That is infrastructure. Yes. Y'all hear that? Now, you saw something on about the Internet of Things. Yes. In 2012, guys, what year did they say the Internet of Things would be taken over the 2020. World? What? Yes. 2020. 2020, which is what year we're in. Just in case I didn't yes. know. So 2020, the Internet of Things would be in full effect. Is that one of the words? Do you remember the exact words? It was something like full effect. Mm -hmm. It was something like that. Now, 2012. Okay. Back then, they were predicting 2020 as if they knew. Yeah. Okay. So remember that, Internet of Things. Now, we also know about everything. We can go Well, let me stuff. give a quick definition of go Internet ahead. of Things. All right. Internet of Things is computer chips. It is RFID technology, radio frequency identification device. And it means that everything is interconnected. You have your appliances are connected to your car, is connected to your house, is connected. If you, it was connected to your dog, 
if you have the chip or the nanobots, you will be connected to the grid. It's the matrix. If you see the movie, The Matrix, where they have that connected to the back of their neck, it's kind of like that. You will be connected to the grid. Internet of things, everything connected. You're right. So Sundar, you're right. I guess Sherry Da. That is the guy I saw today, Sundar, the prophet from India. He has, he always wore, he has the white beard and the orange Indian. Outfit. I've always thought he was Nar. Oh, yeah, but he's definitely mystical. But yeah, he's definitely. I saw him on there talking about the vaccine. That taking he, the vaccine. He yes. wanted to clarify that, you know, that it was misinterpreted what he had said. But he wanted to be very clear, very clear that he is for the vaccine. Now, Here's what we're going to say. Now, before we get into a whole bunch of stuff, guys, there's going to be a lot of questions, and it's please ask all the questions you can, but I'm going to show some videos and some articles that you're just going to – I'm going to go in and show some things. Now, Mom just talked about the United Nations. I wanted you to see the big picture. So we're going to, we're going to flow from there first. Now, this is going to take a while, all right? I'm not going to – I'm trying to bore you, but I got two videos that basically take everything and organize it very, very well. Now, I'm going to take you into a video that basically highlights the sustainable development goals and how, you know, the UN and all them talk about how the vaccine fulfills all the SDGs. You won't believe it until oh, you... Oh, Brian, you're not going to believe You won't this, believe this you? until you see it, so... We're going to play this now, and I'm just going to – this is another YouTuber. Now, I have not watched every little second of this video, so we're going to be watching it live with you, okay? But we saw enough to say we need to show everyone Yeah, that. he's got some good information. Here we there are. All right, we're going to play this with you guys, and uh, let's hope you guys can hear it. Please let us know. Here we go. So get your seatbelts on. It's about to get real, guys. We are going to go – Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you what, after this – if, if this doesn't settle things for you, I don't know what will, okay? Exactly. Now, you'll be forced to settle at some point, but here you go. All right. Does in the questions, because um, uh, then I'll share with you my rather one-sided opinion on that. Um, so what could be a best return, better return on investment, Rob? What could we invest our resources in if we're not? Let's just be clear. He's talking about return on investment. It's a business term. You know, spending our money, our investment, Okay. Yeah, All right, good. So I can't remember. I don't know this guy's name, but you'll see it later on in his talk. And to tackle hesitancy. If hesitancy is not to blame. And he's talking about vaccine hesitancy. Okay. Which they said in our vaccine. How are we going to deal with it? 50% don't want the vaccine. That's right. So they call that vaccine hesitancy when people are hesitant to take it. All right, here we go in the future. Well, I would argue that now is the time where we need a shift in perspective. Immunization is a best buy. All right, guys, take a good look at this chart real quick. We're going to pause it. Okay. This is SDG, Sustainable Development Goals of the UN. Okay. There's 17. And this chart basically goes and shows you how he's promoting that it Basically, a vaccine immunization, he's saying, fulfills all these SDGs. You wouldn't believe it unless you see it. This is the innovation. That's oh, crazy. Innovation, partnership, unprecedented progress. Why? 
because of technology. You'll see later. Yes. They have very, very huge innovative technology in these vaccines. Okay. Yes. Check this do. out. It's the first time ever being used in vaccines. Wow. It's never been tested, never been in a vaccine before that they're telling you, but it is huge innovation. And there it's part of the SDGs. Now, healthy children equals increased prosperity. And <laughs> that funny immunization plus nutrition means healthier families. Yeah. Vaccines means longer, healthier lives. Vaccines means improved learning. Why? Because of the nanotechnology and here you're going to be able to have better cognitive abilities. Immunization to vaccines empowered women and girls. Isn't that funny? Mm. How about that? So clean water plus vaccines equals less disease. <laughs> I can't believe this. Efficient equipment means cleaner environment. So healthy population equals more productive workforce. Well, I say on the efficient equipment uh, because this is how this vaccine helps it, right? Mm-hmm. So efficient equipment, I believe, is technology because it, it helps Come them on. to be more efficient. So the efficient equipment and a lot of the stuff I read today, they were talking about the, the new artificial intelligence that they're using to test faster. They're, they're giving all of the fast testing that usually takes five or so years. Yeah. It's, it's all because of our artificial intelligence. Our AI is allowing us to test very fast and to go through algorithms and blah, blah, blah. So better health, immunization. I'm not going to read it. Let's just keep going. 14 of 17 SDGs are addressed through immunization. And when we talk about universal health coverage, we talk about primary health care. We talk about uh, health security. Without immunization, there's none of that. Another United Nations Sustainable Development Goal we have covered here on this channel is the Global Digital ID. Yeah. Again, an operation that Bill Gates is at the center of as he openly has partnered with and is funding the United Nations and ID 2020 to achieve this goal, which directly ties into the new digital financial system of control, which many people believe will lead to the mark of the beast type scenario where your entire life will be embedded into your body, delivered through a vaccine, and it will hold your medical records, your wallet, your keys, your credit score, your passport, virtually everything about you in a conveniently digitally tracked form on the blockchain supported by 5G and AI. Now, for more information about this, please see my previous reports. I have covered it in detail. With Now, we're not going to go in too much of that because I haven't watched it and I haven't you know, vetted the information, but I do want to say a couple of things here. Number one, we're going to go into this lady next. Now, they talk about the whole quantum dot. Now, I'm sure you, some of you ladies have heard, or some of you people have heard about this lady here. Now, yes, I'm, go has been I am going to go in and show you guys, okay, some of the proof. I'm going to go in and show you some of this, okay? But I want you to hear this lady. Now, this is a video that is 21 minutes long. 21 minutes. Now, listen. This video is the best organized information on the vaccines that you can find. Now, after watching this video, I will show quickly some of the different demonstrations, um, some of the different proofs of the nano dots and some, some of the things she brings up. OK, now. I'm going to just play this video. Get ready. Here we go. I'm just going to start playing. 
So what do you think about going from human 1.0 to human 2.0? Um, and what does that mean? Well, going from humans, as we now know ourselves, to human 2.0 has something to do with transhumanism. If you're not familiar with that term, it's about uh, taking uh, humans, as we know ourselves, and melding with artificial intelligence. Um, kind of like being in the Matrix, if you've ever seen that movie. And that may seem kind of cool to you. Uh, we might have some superhuman abilities, maybe uh, be able to think of something um, and it happens. Uh, maybe have some physical abilities that would be almost superhuman-like. That's the idea. That's what you see in sci-fi movies. And for myself, thinking about this topic, I'm like, well, I have some time. I think that's many years in the future. However, this, this question, this idea is now right in this moment. We need to make a decision. And I found out that we need to make a, a decision about this because I investigated the proposed COVID-19 vaccine. And this is my alarm call to the world. Um, I looked at the pros and cons and it frightens me. And I want you to know about this. You need to be very well informed because this new vaccine is not like your normal flu vaccine. This is something very different. This is something brand new. This is something completely experimental on the human race. And it's not just about being a different vaccine. There are technologies that are being introduced with this vaccine that can change the way we live, who we are and what we are, and very quickly. I think that, um, you know, some people that you might know these names, uh, Elon Musk, who is the founder of SpaceX and uh, Tesla Automotive, as well as Ray Kurzweil, who is one of the, um, the big wigs of Google. Uh, these are um, self-proclaimed transhumanists. They believe that we should go to human 2.0, and they are very big proponents of this. Um, there's a lot of other people that you might know their names. They're also involved with this, so you should look that up. I think the easiest way to explain this to you is to go with one of the front runners for the vaccine and go into a little bit of the history and tell you how they want to make the vaccine. And I think that will speak volumes. So for instance, Moderna is one of the front runners for the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, you should know that Moderna was founded um, by a person from Harvard, Derek Rossi, and this researcher actually was successful in taking some modified RNA and being able to reprogram a stem cell in the body and change the function of the stem cell. He actually made it genetically modified, okay? So you can, he proved that you can genetically modify something by using modified RNA. So they founded the company Moderna on this concept. It's kind of a new kid on the block, okay? It's not been around that long. In fact, it hasn't even made any vaccine for a human before. It's made no medicine for a human before. This will be their first run. You must know that Moderna was in the news recently because it really fast-tracked. It's, it's like the other companies, it's fast-tracking the vaccine. It's going from phase one to phase two very, very quickly. In fact, it's gone from phase one to phase three and it's experiments from March of this year until currently. I mean, that is unbelievable. It usually takes five or six years. How are they able to do this with the safety and efficacy data that we need? 
Um, and I want you to know that in phase two, we only use between, they're only using between 30 and 45 humans. In Moderna's test study, they only used 45 humans. And with the, uh, the high dose vaccine group, they got 100% of those people got systemic side effects, 100. That's only in the short side effect profile. In the low dose vaccine, 80%, 80% got systemic side effects. Now, we don't even know the long-term side effects from that. We would need a lot longer time, right? Maybe years. But we do know, based on previous animal studies of using this technology, that you're going to, ex you can expect possibly increased cancer rates, increased mutant genes, mutagenesis, also increased autoimmune reactions. For instance, in some of the ferret studies, they saw that when the ferret was introduced to the the virus that they were trying to protect the ferret from after the ferret got the vaccine, they actually had an exaggerated immune response. It actually hurt the ferret. They had more lung inflammation, more lung fluid, even some problems with their liver. It actually hurt them. They had a poorer response. Okay, so this, those are longer term reactions and that could be seen with this vaccine, but we don't know the data yet. So it's not without risk. And how are they doing this? Well, they're actually um, suggesting to use uh, a platform. Let me just explain the, uh, how they would administer the vaccine. So the vaccine, um, there's an idea called microneedle platform, okay? This was uh, developed by MIT. And they said it could be very easily produced, okay, and mass produced. This is why they're proposing this technology and many millions of vaccines could be made quickly. They could also be administered by yourself. So the idea is to get a Band-Aid. It looks like a Band-Aid you buy in the drugstore. It's shipped to you through Amazon or UPS or some other shipping service. You take it out of the package, you put it on your, your hand like this, and then you take the sticker off and voila, you've been vaccinated. So how is that possible? Well, in this Band-Aid, it has little tiny spicules, little tiny needles. And this was uh, designed after a snake viper fang bite, okay, or snake viper fangs. So little snake bites. Um, anyway, in these tiny little spicules, they claim you won't really feel it that much. There's uh, their little hydrogel, it's a material called hydrogel. Inside the hydrogel would be um, a luciferase enzyme as well as the vaccine itself. Okay, so what is all that? So first of all, you're getting the vaccine, it's modified RNA or modified DNA. Let's take Moderna, modified RNA. So in that modified RNA, the idea is that it would, the microneedles would puncture into your your cell membrane, okay, and this synthetic piece of an RNA, it's a code for the part of the virus, or they could use a synthetic DNA, it's a code for the part of the virus would go into your nucleus, your body would start transcribing it, it would start reading it, and making more of that part of the virus. Well, why would we want to make more of the virus or part of the virus? The idea is your body would get used to seeing it, would know how to make antibodies, and would have an improved T-cell response. And the idea is then when you saw it in the future, your body would already know how to fight it, and it would be a better response. That's the idea. 
Um, the problem with that is they're using something called a process called transfection and transfection is a way that we make genetically modified organisms. Okay, I think you know about those fruits and vegetables. Uh, they're not as healthy as the normal uh, wild type fruit and vegetables. So possibly you could extrapolate that to a human. If we become genetically modified, we would not be as healthy, okay? We don't have long-term studies on this anyway. This is unbelievable. And, you know, the vaccine manufacturers have made the statement, this will not alter our DNA, our genome. I say that is not true. Because if we use this process to make a genetically modified organism, why would it not do the same thing to a human? I, I don't know why they're saying that. Now, if you look at the um, definition of transfection, it'll tell you that it can be a temporary change in the cell. And I think that's what the vaccine manufacturers are banking on. It's temporary. Or it's a possibility for it to become stable, to be taken up into the genome and so stable that it will start replicating when the genome replicates, meaning it is now a permanent part of your genome. That's a chance that we're taking. So it could be temporary or it could be permanent. And we would never know that for years down the road, honestly. So here we go. We've got something that can alter our genome. It's a possibility. And another thing on that, if they're altering the genome, what would be the effects? I told you previously some of the side effects, but also we need to know that this is a synthetic piece of DNA or RNA. Okay, and if it becomes taken up into the genome of a human, it's synthetic, it's not from nature. And if you look at the Supreme Court justice ruling on synthetic DNA or genes, it can be patented and patents have owners. So what does that mean for us? What if this gets into our genome? Does that mean Moderna or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or the Department of Defense, all of these people who are involved in the patents, or are they somehow going to own part of our genome? It's a possibility. You need to know that. So that's one part of this delivery system, just one. Now let me go to the next. The next part of the delivery system is a luciferase enzyme. Okay, they named it, they patented it luciferase. I don't like that name. Luciferase, because it has bioluminescent qualities, which means it can produce a light or it has a light source. And the, all of this would be under your skin and you cannot see it. Now, the luciferase is an idea because they want to make sure that you're vaccinated. They don't trust medical records. They don't trust you saying that you got vaccinated. They want to make sure. And they want to make sure it was successful, a, a successful transfection, a successful gene modification. So when you get the luciferase enzyme, if you have a, an iPhone or a special app on the iPhone, you can scan over that area and it will give a digital code, a digital imprint, a digital pattern, something that will identify that you were vaccinated. It, it holds your vaccination record. It also gives you an ID, a number, a barcode, a branding, whatever you want to call it, a tattoo. It's all the same thing you now become like a product. So we have that. Now the third thing I mentioned was hydrogel. So hydrogel is actually an invention from DARPA, the uh, Department of Advanced Research Projects Agency. This is um, 
kind of a sci-fi kind of a group from the Department of Defense Pentagon um, of the U.S. government. They make these fantastic um, inventions. So one of them is hydrogel. Hydrogel, you can Google, I'm sorry, you can YouTube, look on YouTube, look at Profusa is one of the companies, uh, DARPA, as well as hydrogel, and you'll find some little two-minute clips that they describe. So hydrogel is nanotechnology, microscopic little robots, and these little robots, actually, I know it sounds crazy, it's still crazy to me, but it's possible, okay? They can um, disassemble, reassemble, assemble, into and make different things. So... With this hydrogel, it has, it's really nanotechnology. So that's something, um, you know, robotic or something that's artificial intelligence. It has the ability to connect with artificial intelligence. So this means that a human can now connect to directly and gather information from our bodies and gather it and uh, connect with your smartphone, with the cloud, with some other smart device. And once this is done, this is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Think about that. Think about how immediately that could change our privacy. Immediately can change our autonomy. Immediately change our freedoms. This can gather data like your blood sugar, your oxygen, your blood pressure. Okay, those sound great. But it also can gather many other things. It can gather, they say, your emotions or your menstrual cycle, your activity, if you've fallen, um, your nutrients in your body. If you took medicines, it's a potential to see if you took illicit drugs. It's got a potential to see almost anything that goes on in your body. And all of this information is going where? That has not been addressed. Who's protecting this information? What are they using it for? This is really serious stuff, guys. This is all being proposed to being unveiled in the next vaccine, okay? The other thing to know is with this nanotechnology, hydrogel, um, artificial intelligence, you know, hookup, just like your cell phone, you can send a text message, you can send an email, but also you can receive them back. So that means we could receive information. What information would be coming back into us? Would it affect our mood, our behavior? Would it affect, you know, how we how we think or our memories? If you haven't watched the movie Matrix, I think you should. I think there's some truth in that in, a, in that movie. I see so many wrong things with this vaccine. And I see that we are not talking about it in the major media. And I see that, I feel that these companies are outright lying to us when they say they cannot affect our DNA. Because by all definitions that they are using, this can affect our DNA. So guys, I wanted to make this video short because I wanted to get the point across. I wanted you to really do your own research. So know that there are many risks that we're seeing here and there is some, we really need to know if we really wanna go from human 1.0 to human 2.0. And let me also tell you that there's some major names behind these vaccines. You're always gonna see like the Department of Defense from the US government sometimes DARPA, like I told you. Why is the military involved with our vaccines?
you see the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation everywhere with this. If you look, you'll find that name almost always. And let's go back to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I want you to, to look up what, let's look at the track record. Let's look at what the man stands for. His family comes from a family of eugenics. What does eugenics mean? Population control, meaning there's too many people on the planet. That's important to know. He's been on video stating that he thinks with a very good new vaccine, we could get the Earth's population to be decreased by 10 to 15%. Well, who's going to stay and who's going to go? And who is he to decide? He doesn't have a medical background, no epidemiology background, no science background. He's not a doctor, a software tech. That's what he has. I'd also like you to realize, I always look at who has a vested interest. What are their motivations? What is his motivation, right? We already know his family background. Well, What's very concerning to me is that DARPA, this military agency, as well as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is very interested in something called gene drive research or technology or gene extinction technology. And it's exactly what it sounds like. By using genetic mutations, by use of transfection, for instance, you can exterminate an entire species from the planet. They are proposing to use this for mosquitoes, for instance, in Africa. But guys, our world is a delicate ecosystem. Who is, who is saying one species goes? You, you destroy one species, you could affect an entire ecosystem. So when you exterminate an entire species, you will affect an entire ecosystem. It's a very delicate balance. And who's to say who's going to stay and who's going to go? Who's got that knowledge? Why aren't we talking about this? And guys, if we can do it to an insect, we can do it to an animal, we can do it to a human. I bring this up because if these agencies that are behind the vaccine also stand for that, do you trust them with your health? Do you trust them with your family? Do you trust them with our children? The other thing is we're rushing this to production. What is the motivation behind that? We need to really think about this. I've also stated in the past that we need to know that there are, at least in the United States, there are mandates passed that make uh, the vaccine manufacturers have no liability, zero liability for any harm done to any human. If people are killed, if they're hurt, if they're paralyzed, if they're maimed for life, it doesn't matter. You have no recourse and they still make all their profit. So there's no incentive for them to make it safe anyway. Also want you to know that one of the mandates, the Emergency Preparedness Act, that's, that says they can force a vaccine on us. They cannot force a vaccine if there is a viable treatment for the COVID-19. And I want you to know that doctors around the world are being censored about treatment options for COVID-19 or prevention for COVID-19. Because if there's a true treatment or prevention, then they can't force this vaccine on us. I want to bring that up because what in the world is the motivation of doing this? Is it really in the health of all of us? 
as a doctor, I can't see how this is in the true health of the entire world. I think there's another motive, another agenda going on. The more I look at this, the more that comes up. So I'll leave you with this. I want to make this um, short and sweet, sweet so that you um, can digest this and think about it. Do you really want to go to human 2.0? I don't think it's the fantasy you see in the movies. We need to come together and we need to unify our voices because people in positions of power taking care of our health are not in our best interest. But together we have power. Together united, our voice is strong. So I encourage you to do critical thinking, do your own research, join groups in your state, go to your state legislature and you tell them no, no to these experiments on humans, no to invasion of privacy, no to censorship. We are sovereign human souls and we need to take our rights back. Thank you for listening. And you know, I always say my videos with the greatest of love and the greatest of peace. Thank you. All right. So we'll just leave it at that. I do want to say a couple of things. Now, she has a very strong message right here where she brings different things. And I want to basically, I want to show you something that on Dr. Mercola's where I, played this video from on his site. He has a thing where it's fact checked and vetted and verified. I want to read this because we're, I'm going to show you some other type of things to back this up or some of the things at least, but I do want you to see that there is a fact check thing here for your act. Now you can pause this video and go on here uh, using Associated Press, Society of Professional Journalists, and all things like this. Okay, you can go on here because he says that everything he says has been verified and vetted. Now, we also want to, for the sake of journalism here, we want to say, now, what do you think CNN, you know, MSNBC and BBC and all these other people want to say? Up, uh, oh, let's see if I can log. Well, while you're doing that, Brock, I found a thing in the uh, .gov in the National Library of Medicine, okay? All right. So, guys, where are we at? Where this is 2004. 2004 in the published medical. National Library of Medicine. This is, you know, legit. Okay. It says hydrogel drop microchips with immobilized DNA. Yep. Properties and methods for large-scale production. Right. And in this, it talks about a gel-based microchips. That's right. Offer significant advantages over two-dimensional airways. So gel-based microchips. It's in a lot of my studies, okay, I have seen them talk about the gel that surrounds the, um, basically, there's, I'm going to show you a demonstration of this, how that when they stick it in, Okay, it absorbs. Oh, the dot. It yeah. absorbs into your body, and I believe this is the one right here. Well, I'm gonna read this last sentence while you're finding it. It says a method used for quality control of the chips 
by staining with fluorescent dye is proposed. Applications of hydrogel microchips in research and clinical diagnostics are summarized. Bruh, this is back in 2004. They had hydrogel with microchips back in 2004. 2004. And while you're looking for that, I just want to say that according to BBC.com, that she is false and misleading. Just so you know, and we have it out there, that they say that about her. So We're talking about the BBC. BBC says that she is false and misleading, that what she says is not backed up by facts. So she's been fact-checked, okay? And... Some people say fact checks say that her facts are correct. And some people say her facts are incorrect. Imagine that. I do now that I got this finally working. I'm like, Lord, I go ahead. I want you to see what she's talking about here. Okay. I'm this now. We're this is a Florence Health. This is a different thing. There's all kinds of stuff out there about healthcare administrations and things like that. Now and what's the date on that? December 18th, 2019 before covid wow okay this is a up close picture all right of the micro needle these are called quantum dots you'll hear this all the time now for the sake of everyone on here all right i want to make sure people see this stuff now each year approximately three million people die due to vaccine preventable diseases okay half of which are children less than five years old now you can go down here. It says, in response to this infrastructural problem, there's infrastructure again, Mom, especially yeah. prevalent in developing countries. Researchers at MIT have devised an innovative way to record a patient's vaccination history that doesn't require traditional documentation, okay, along with delivering the life-saving contents of the vaccine, a microneedle patch. So no syringe is necessary. It inputs a pattern of dye under the skin, invisible to the naked eye, which indicates the patient received a particular vaccine. Right. The pattern is comprised of copper-based quantum dots, a type of nanocrystal. So there's your nanotechnology, guys. Mm-hmm that gives off light under certain spectrums. Each dot measures about four nanometers across and and clinicians can detect them when using a smartphone that has infrared filter removed, delivering the medication. So guys, this is an easy way. We used to think it just had to be the RFID chip, but now they got the RFID capabilities in a simple patch. Which can go on the, does it say it can go on the forehead? Yeah, it can go anywhere. It can go on your hand or your forehead. All it takes, guys, is facial recognition, walking into a place, put your hand out, get it scanned or scan on your head. It don't mm-hmm. matter, guys. All we're saying is this is too close. I want you guys to see this. Well, not only that, when you talk about that, Brock, but let's say you're Joe and I'm Jane. Mm-hmm. And let's say everybody out there is getting their ta- their tattoo and they're all getting the shot. Yeah. Okay. And then they're making it sound like everything is so terrible and people are dying. So you got to make sure you get it. The kids are dying. And then I'm with you somewhere. And I say, hey, I need to see if you got the vaccine. I don't want to show you. Well, let me see your hand. Take your phone. Let me get my, let me check your hand. 
Oh, okay. I see. Let me see your forehead. Yeah. Oh, okay. They'll be able to scan to it verify. with their phone to verify if anybody else out there has it. So the question is, has always been, how will they know that you've had the vaccine? Because you will have the Lucifer in you. How do they know you're wearing a mask? Well, they can look at your face now and see you have a mask. When you right. walk to a gas station or restaurant, it says you cannot enter here without a mask. Yes. So you and you can't go to work without masks. You can't buy or sell right now without masks, especially in a in a shelter in place. Now, here we now have the solution to chaos coming that they're saying all these different terminologies, like the last hour, blah, 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 all these things. Right. Now, I'm going to show you this video. This is just a demonstration of how oh, this works. Sorry. Okay, get ready. Because this is what the lady on the video was talking about. Now that's skin. That's human skin. I think that was actually skin from a from a rat. <laughs> I don't know. Could be pig skin. Jakey says Brock, you right about all this. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, right there's the little patch. Okay. So, guys. It's interesting too that these if these things are actually really delicate and they have to be transported in like negative 95 degrees or Celsius. I mean it has to be cold the transportation, you know, all these different deals. So now you remove the patch. Look at your skin. It looks totally normal, guys. Wow. Your skin still looks normal. So you can still live your life and have a mark on your forehead or your hand and nothing will look And most you. people won't even see it. But if you need to walk into a building and they want to scan you, this is what they use. Here's your smartphone. You see this? It comes up using, a, it's close to an infrared. But your smartphone can pick up, okay? There you go. Now, we have different patents out there. You know, the 060606. You know what I mean? 666. Which was changed, Which let me was, just say. Yeah, they changed it, but Lord. And then they're calling it Luciferian. Why would you want to use Luciferian? I know, seriously. All right, so I, I just wanted y'all to see that. Now, if you go down here, I want to just read this so that there is nothing misstated or misrepresented here. It is what it is. All right. According to the research published in Science Translational Medicine, the dots added to human cadaver skin resisted photo bleaching simulating five years of sunlight. In other words, it has been proven the last five years. Wow. Now listen, the dots also remained detectable for up to nine months when tested in rats. Researchers have used the technology to deliver immunizations for measles, rubella, and more. So they've already used it and tested it. So this isn't like, like we said, 2004, it's been here. Yeah. So measles, rubella, all these different things, this has already been used. Now, look at this demonstration here. This is the smartphone images of the quantum dot markings in the scan of rodents at zero 
and 12 weeks after administration. The top is zero. The bottom column or, or row is 12 weeks. You can see that you still have the markings to show that you received a vaccine 12 weeks in. Right. Okay. Now, look what they say here. MIT, this is quoting MIT. This study confirmed right here. This study confirmed that incorporating the vaccine with the dye in the microneedle patches did not affect the efficacy of the vaccine or our ability to detect the dye. Wow. Okay, now that's Anna Joplinek, PhD, research science at MIT. Okay, now it's easier for clinicians. They don't have to get lost. They don't have to call the next, you know, all your last family and get all your paperwork. We all know that's a headache sometimes, but look right here. So far, the research funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Wow. And a grant from the National Cancer Institute has focused on rats. So more extensive studies are needed. The researchers plan to survey healthcare workers in developing nations to solicit feedback on how to implement this novel type of vaccination record keeping. Now, we went, what was the date on this again up here? Let's just make sure we clearly share the date, December 18, 2019. So what a coincidence this was done right before COVID came out. Mm -hmm. Now, that's one thing. Now we'll stop here and I'll I'll just want I'm gonna bring up a couple of little things that, that I'm gonna hit on real quick. And I know it's late. Lord, y'all have been sticking with this, but you guys look like y'all are fired up out there. Listen, now that's just one thing, okay? Now I want to read just a couple of things that are just very interesting. Number one, I'm gonna read World Economic Forum, okay? World Economic Forum, this is a I can't remember if he's the president and chair. He's the founder. Okay, the founder and executive chairman of World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. This is the big guy, guys. I saw him in some of the other guys. This is your big guy right here. This gentleman here, he's talking about releasing his details of the Great Reset in May 18th. He had, his book right here is Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. He says a lot of wild things, but I want to highlight something down here at the bottom that he says that is just absolutely um, it's shocking. It says fourth industrial revolution technologies will not stop at becoming part of the physical world around us. They will become part of us. What? Yeah, indeed. Some of us already feel that our smartphones have become an extension of ourselves. Today's external devices, from wearable computers to virtual reality headsets, will almost certainly become implantable in our bodies and brains. Wow. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. This is the World That's Economic right. Forum. This is where the Pope, the presidents, all the kings and all the princes and all of the top bankers, wealthy men go usually to, you know, to Switzerland in the mountains when it's beautiful. But this year, they're going to France. Now, so that's what he says right here. Exoskeletons and prosthetics will increase our physical power while advances in neurotechnology enhance our cognitive abilities. We will become better able to manipulate our own genes. You guys hearing this? 
we'll be better able to manipulate our own genes. Wow. And those That's dangerous. Look at this. And those of our children. True. These developments raise profound questions. Where do we draw the line between human and machine? What does it mean to be human? Wow. So it doesn't sound like she was off. Uh-uh. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just reading. I mean, you can't make this up. It's right there, right out of the world economic. Now, let's just go here. Look at what else we have here. Shaping the future of the Internet of Bodies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 2012, you said Internet of Things. And guess what? Now it's 2020. The Internet of Things has turned into the Internet of Bodies. Which that is brand new. You can go, guys, right to the World Economic Forum right here. And you know, guys, in Australia, some of the representatives in their um, parliament actually brought it up for Australia's governing body to completely reject the World Economic Forum. Did you know unanim unanimously, every single one of them voted against refusing the World Economic Forum's agendas? Every one of them. I wonder why they completely unanimously refused. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. So last thing is, is Internet of Bodies. Now, I wanted you to see that. I, I do want to show you something else. Real. There's some really interesting stuff in there. Here's something that mom highlighted in an in a article or one of the news we did here recently. This is an interview Wall Street Journal. Now, this is the captain, right, of Operation Warp Speed. He says COVID-19 vaccine will be monitored via incredibly precise tracking systems that will ensure that patients get each get two doses of the same vaccine and to monitor them for adverse health effects. Wow. Slow, his name is. Also noted that the tech giants Google and Oracle have been contracted as part of this tracking system. Tracking, that means you will be tracked. It's called surveillance. Exactly. That means they need to know that How you have the vaccine. How much more finer can you get? Guys, we can go on this. Oh, no, it says collect mm -hmm. and track vaccine data. How will they be able, what do they mean by vaccine data? They want to know how it will affect your body. What the goes cloud. in the cloud. There you go. Yeah. So all this is in your body. Now, let's just go over here. Now, she mentioned something about vaccines are not afraid at all about consequences. And I just want you guys to know, here it is. This is Wikipedia. You can go look it up. It's called the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. OK, in 1986, under Ronald Reagan, OK, it was signed into law. The purpose, OK, I'm going to just highlight it right here. OK. The purpose was to eliminate the potential financial liability of vaccine manufacturers due to vaccine injury claims. Wow. To ensure a stable market supply of vaccines and to provide cost-effective arbitration for vaccine injury claims. Guys, after this law was passed, it went from like seven or eight vaccines to over 70 for our children because there's no consequences. And that's why you can go within a matter of months and do hundreds of millions of vaccines around the world for a supposed COVID pandemic. So here we are. We got a bunch of stuff. There's one more up here that I just wish I could somehow. I'm going to move this over here so I can get it. All right. I want you guys, y'all can go Google this. It's called vaccine peer review. 
This is a, I mean, it is 1,053 pages of complete scientific proof about vaccines. Everything from kid vaccines to the flu vaccinations, everything, guys. Now, it's, it's only to 2015, so it's five years late. But, guys, a few things on here that you want to know. I'm just going to read um, a few of these things. It says, the harm from vaccines has seriously exceeded the benefit of disease prevention. Look right here. This, if you want to know what this, this whole thousand pages is about, here it is. No batch of vaccine can be proved safe before it is given to children. There's a few things on here. I'm just going to give you a few highlights. You can go Google this document yourself. Okay. But listen, on page 725 and 726, it goes in detail of it in Georgia, in Atlanta, Georgia, a secret government meeting where they talk about all these risks, but they would not illegally, they would not let any of the number one, none of the press in. Yeah. And they wouldn't let certain fields of study like toxicology toxicologists and stuff like that they would not let them in there because they were actually discussing what to do in their industry now that all of the proof has come out that aluminum that mercury that all these things are completely killing our kids giving them autism i mean it's all in here guys you can go in here read this for yourself i ain't got we ain't got time for a thousand pages but page 417 talks about nanoparticles Nanoparticles. Where is that at? This is in de- this is in the vaccine peer review document that you can Google. Listen to this. Page 417 talks about nanoparticles of aluminum. It did brain damage to the rats they studied on. Brain damage. And that was December 2009. Okay. Page 416 talks about our soldiers, the Gulf War syndrome, and all of our vets from the from the Gulf War, the aluminum hydroxide from the anthrax vaccine. They made our soldiers take the anthrax vaccine. Oh, it's so sad. Back in the first Gulf War. And these people have brain damage and all kinds of horrible, you know, side effects from these vaccines, but they don't want to talk about it. Here's another page 414, aluminum. They linked this aluminum to neuropathological, neurochemical changes in the brain, all kinds of side effects. This document goes in great detail for a thousand pages okay and it goes in and guys we got so much that we can cover guys there's so much on here we know this is very important but for the sake of all the details being in one video guys okay for the sake of it all being here i want you guys to see this is the washington post okay all right this is Right on their website, this is what they're pushing out there, okay? And here you go. It says, what you need to know about the Moderna and the Pfizer coronavirus vaccines. Both appear to be 90% more effective. But look at this down here. Vaccines are made by different companies. One is being developed by pharmaceutical giant Pfizer and its German partner, BioNTech. And the other by biotechnology firm Moderna in partnership with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Both drug makers have moved at record speed and will seek regulatory clearance for their vaccines. Now, let's just give you guys the idea. Here is what you need to know. 
This is what they're saying is going to happen. So let's settle this once and for all. Here is the plan as we know as right now. Okay, here we go. November 9th, Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech report that their coronavirus is 90% effective. That's November 9th. Okay. November 16th, Moderna. They're 95% effective. Okay. Now we're on, you know, that's just a couple of days ago. Now, the next steps, companies will apply to federal regular regulators for authorization to provide the vaccines more broadly. Then the FDA regulators will review the effectiveness, safety, and manufacturing. An FDA advisory committee will vote on whether to recommend the agency green light. Now, December, the FDA may authorize one or both vaccines. Here's the deal, guys. They've already ordered from both. England, United States, the whole world has already ordered from both. They're trying to give you all the steps. FDA approves it. December, the FDA may authorize one or both. Look at this. CDC and the Prevention Advisory Committee will discuss prioritizing vaccines for high-risk groups. So the end of 2020, the government projects that Pfizer and Moderna will provide 40 million doses, enough for 20 million people by the end of the year. Okay. So why is the FDA using emergency powers to approve a vaccine? Well, emergency authorities issue temporary approvals for medical products to get them out during public health emergency. So the shutdowns start again. So here we go. Simultaneously, you have the COVID on the rise, shutdowns coming, state of emergency at the very same time, guys, that all of these vaccines are coming out. Why? Because it has to be state of emergency for the FDA to skip through all of the typical steps. All they have to do, such authorizations require less data. That's how they're going to justify less safety testing and data, guys. It's all right out here in the open. <laughs> I'm telling you what, my goodness. I feel like they think we're just ignorant or something. I don't know. Such authorizations require less data and can be done more rapidly than full approvals. You see, they've already justified things in advance. This is how they're going to do it because of emergency. So since February, the FDA has used this power to authorize hundreds of coronavirus tests and a few treatments, but it has authorized a vaccine that way only once in its history in 2005 against anthrax, and that was under sharply different circumstances. And I just read you guys that the studies are very clear that the anthrax vaccine has caused adverse effects on our military. Our military, bless their hearts, have been the guinea pigs for vaccines. They have, they've already signed their rights away 100%, and they get vaccines constantly. And you can go do research on that. Now, and it goes down and says, when will I be able to get vaccinated? As if you want to, you know? That depends. Listen to this, guys. When will I be able to get vaccinated? That depends on your job, your age, and your health. The vaccines could begin to be distributed as soon as late December to those in high-risk groups. An estimated 200 million people who will receive priority according to a framework devised by an ad, uh, advisory committee to the CDC and prevention 
Government officials said that if both vaccines are authorized, they anticipate having enough doses for 20 million people by, by the end of the year. So listen to this. The exact criteria for who will be first in line will be defined immediately after the vaccine is authorized, but the general principles have been discussed for months. You may qualify for early access because of your job. So healthcare workers, first responders, are likely to be among those prioritized. I feel so bad for everyone in hospitals, all of the healthcare workers. Guys, they say for the mark of the beast, you can't buy or sell. Okay, so we already know at the very offset, a lot of people will not be, listen, to talk about essential workers, guys. Look, I'll just read it. People who have essential jobs, that's us. We're, we're news. White House correspondence is essential work. We could stay in business if you want to, but if you want to stay in business, guess what? Essential workers, you see the catch? No, they're not mandating it, but if you want to stay in business, if you want to stay working, you want to keep your job, guys, it says people who have essential jobs such as teachers, food workers, now healthcare workers, first responders are going to be prioritized. Listen, I'm just I'm just reading this, guys. Healthy younger adults who don't, you know, have medical conditions or high risk jobs are likely to begin to get vaccinated started in April. But not everyone will be able to get the shots immediately and Children aren't even included in the most coronavirus vaccine trials. Pfizer is the first company to expand its trial to people 12 and older. So they probably will be among the last to get access. Look at this, guys. They're authorizing this vaccine to go out to everyone. And our kids, our kids, they haven't even tested on kids, guys, and they're giving this out there. You know how many people are going to be begging? I just read an article that said millions of kids have been infected with COVID already this time around. We knew that would happen. We called that one. So this is what they're saying, okay? So they're saying, I would say in April, May, June, July, as we get into the late spring and early summer, that people in a so-called general population – who do not have underlying conditions or other designations and priority to get shots, said Anthony Fauci. Okay, now here's how they get shipped. Pfizer will ship its vaccine ultra low temperature. So you get all the doses that come in a vial. These vials, I'm just making sure everybody can see this. The vials are in big trays, okay? The frozen vaccine, these stay frozen. They hold 195 vials. The vaccine cart cartons are, are surrounded by 50 pounds of dry ice pellets. GPS temperature monitors placed in every single shipment, guys. This is no joke. I mean, this is, this is, this is crazy. So each vial of the Pfizer vaccine holds five doses when diluted. Once thawed, the undiluted vial can be kept in a refrigerator for only five days. A diluted vial can be kept for only six hours before it must be discarded. So how many doses will you need? Both vaccines require two doses. Pfizer's booster shot will be given three weeks after the first one. Moderna's 
is spaced four weeks later. So again, tracking everything. I'm telling you, it is something else. How the vaccines work. So guys, we listened to a woman earlier who went through some really large claims about hydrogel, quantum dots, luciferous, all the stuff which we have shown and proven basically to be real. This stuff has been here. It's not a secret. It's out there. Now, BBC says that everything she says is false. They fact-checked her, <laughs> and she's false. So, um, But I'm showing you, listen there. Here we go. We're going to read it for ourselves, guys. If cleared, these two will be the first vaccines using messenger RNA technology. These are synthetic RNAs that will cause our cells to multiply. They'll give them a message, basically. Guys, you hear what they're saying? The RNA, you know, the dots, you know, the little nanodots, will go in and give a message to your cells to copy what message they give them. That's, anyways, we don't get no more plain. Ever, okay, anyways, so it's the first ever. These are the first vaccines ever approved by the FDA. It's different from the more traditional vaccines, which often use a weakened or dead version of a virus or a laboratory generated protein. Both vaccines use a snippet of the virus's genetic code to instruct. You see this? It's nanotechnology that gives a message to your cells, instruct cells to build the spike protein on the surface of the coronavirus, teaching the immune system to recognize the real thing. So mRNA, messenger RNA, it comes in a lipid shell. You see this? Listen to this. RNA vaccines contain a strip of genetic material within a lipid bubble. There's your hydrogel. Okay? It sure ain't coming out and saying it, but there you go. There's your lipid shell in a lipid bubble, they say. So inside, so it goes down into your cell. Inside the cell, ribosomes read the instructions for the spike protein. The cells then begin generate copies of the spike protein. The spike proteins go everywhere. So the antigen-presenting cells consume the viral proteins and pass peptides to the T cells. The immune system representing the peptide learns the T cells, and then you have all this other stuff. <clears throat> Basically, you get a bunch of antibodies. All right, so how are they made so fast? Usually they take years. Before these, the mumps vaccine took four years, was the fastest to be approved for use in humans. Developing the messenger RNA vaccines have been fast because scientists were able to start their work before there was a known case of the novel coronavirus in this country. Guys, we've been saying it. They already started on these vaccines before COVID came out. Matter of fact, Bill Gates was talking about it. You all know this. Y'all researchers, you know. It has been, it's, these have been built before the coronavirus. Look what they say here. Developing messenger RNA vaccine has been fast because scientists were able to start their work before there was a known case of the novel coronavirus in this country using the viral genome shared online as a template. Making messenger RNA vaccines does not require time-consuming steps such as growing ingredients and in chicken eggs. Obviously, when China, they said that China shared 
the template of the viral genome and things like that. And they were able to immediately get this guys anyways. And then there's, here's where it says of the vaccine safe. Listen to this. The full safety data haven't been made available yet, but no serious safety concerns have been reported in either trial. Intensive safety monitoring will continue. So in other words, everyone that takes this vaccine is a Guinea pig. You're like a rat or a monkey in a, in a lab. Guys, it's telling you right here, there's, there's no full safety data. You know what? There's not safety data for any vaccines. There is no quote unquote full safety because they don't need it, guys. There is no repercussions for people having, I just read it to you, in 1986, it, it all passed. It's in law. There is no consequences for them. You cannot sue them. You cannot sue the government or the vaccine manufacturers. They are protected by law. Okay? So intensive safety monitoring. So what they're going to do is put the vaccine in people very fast as guinea pigs. And you know what? It's a big worldwide test. It's a big science project. They're going to be doing intensive safety monitoring will continue after the vaccines begin to be used. The side effects profile of the, vac the Pfizer vaccine includes pain to the injection site, as well as fatigue, chills, and fever. The side effects in Moderna is in pain to the injection site, muscle aches, and headaches. Guys, here's what's going to happen. I mean, if it's not as simple, I mean, this is it. They're going to do everybody's guinea pigs. How, let me ask you this, how do you test, okay, how do you test billions of people around the world? Ask yourself that. How do you test the whole world? How do you monitor the whole world? It's not just America, guys. We're talking about everybody in the world. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I know there's some countries that are right now trying to reject. One of them was Ghana and their leader just, you know, just died all of a sudden. Right before the vaccine comes out, their leader who was opposing it died. I mean, I don't know. Could have been his coincidence, you know. But here's the deal. How does the whole world get monitored? How do you do surveillance on the whole world? I mean, that's a lot of paperwork, right? So brilliantly they came up with the quantum dots it's all digital now nanotechnology in your body check this out they use the first covid as an excuse to build 5g infrastructure all over the world now with 5g turned on now we have the internet of things now they're right in your face hiding in plain sight they're not really hiding anymore it's not conspiracy anymore it's Right there, they are going to call it the Internet of Bodies. Now, it's going to be like the Matrix. Your body is a walking digital, just a 3D digital, what do they call that? Like a Matrix walking around. Anyways, all I'm saying is this. 5G routers, 5G phones, 5G towers, 5G everything now. Okay, now that you got 5G turned on, and all of your devices, your cars, and everything in your house is all connected with chips, the Internet of Things. All of it has Wi-Fi. The last thing they need is to turn your body into a device. Now you are connected to 
the whole world. And you know what? The whole world is going to feel like one world because we're all connected. We all pretty much feel that way already. Now, I know it's late, and I just wanted to just get all this out there. Um, we will try to take this and break it up into smaller pieces as well, but I just wanted everyone out there to get this. Listen, we're starting tomorrow with the Noah Hyde week. Okay, we're going to build on this, and we're going to go forward. Now, I know you guys have a lot of – you know, a lot of statements and thank you guys for sharing everything that you share on here because, you know, man, this vaccine is, it, it brings you to a question. To me, it is too close to the mark of the beast. Number one, it's too close to just my human and alienable rights. Okay. Pursuit of life. Um, Life, liberty, and happiness. I can't even remember right now. I'm getting sleepy. But I can tell you right now, for someone to put that in my body, which, by the way, I don't want my daughter to get vaccines. I certainly don't want to get this vaccine. Now, I can't tell anybody else what to do. But I can tell you right now, this looks way too close because I can see by April, you know, May, they're going to be releasing once everybody gets that vaccine, they're going to be releasing the Great Reset. That is a one-world religion, one-world digital currency. You have a one-world vaccine at that time. It should be dispersed everywhere. Everybody will have vaccine orders and vaccine laws and vaccine you know, shelters and places. The whole nine yards, guys. They're talking about famine and food shortages, and civil unrest, and you name it, all that. So... All I can say is, is they keep talking about this dark winter. If this is leading up to our dark winter where we start getting a vaccine, they're going to start monitoring. They're already putting laws out for anti-Semitism. So you, now if you preach the gospel, you know, say the Jews killed Jesus. Okay. If you say things like that, you're, you're anti-Semitic. All right. If you, you know, basically preach the gospel about what sin is in terms of you know, different genders that you can't choose your gender. You know, you can't, you know, just say that God had created you gay or anything like that. Guys, you start preaching these truths, you're systemic, you're systemically a racist, you know, gender equality. You're not inclusive. I mean, we have a long list of things against us, not to mention mental health. If you preach, preach the gospel, cast out demons, tell people that they can be free from their depression and you are starting to now cure mental health, which is what the gospel is. It is being born again, being completely made new inside and then given the power of God, the spirit of God, the mind of Christ to renew your mind. That's make your health and your mind whole and healed. So guys, that's our gospel. And if you continue to preach your gospel, you're going to have to make a decision. All right. Are you going to be a criminal? Are you going to be an enemy of the state? I'm talking about the whole world state, the whole world that has taken a vaccine that makes this COVID disease to be so horrible that if you refuse this vaccine, not only are you, you know, a criminal, but you're against human rights. You're against, you know, you could be killing people around you if you don't take that vaccine. I mean, I'm just telling you, not only that, but your kids. You know, you know, 
DHS, you know, the Department of Human Services, Child Protection Services, you know, they can take kids away from people for not taking a vaccine. Guys, it's getting to the point. I mean, you really can't make this stuff up. But I can tell you there's justifications out there. They don't need to make a mandatory order. All they have to do is subtly behind the scenes, basically manipulating you or covertly causing you to have no other option but to take this vaccine. They're not going to make a mandatory order. Now, we heard them say in certain countries and different, uh, the UN and things like that said that, and I'll have to go back and see exactly where they said this. I'm trying to remember which country it was, but they basically said this. They said, oh, Lord, Lord, where where did they say that? They said that it will not be mandatory, the vaccine first. I think it was Denmark, maybe, that it won't be mandatory. It's going to be voluntary at first. Now, you can't go to work. You can't, you know, buy or sell, obviously. You're not going to be able to go to the gas station without a vaccine. Eventually, all these businesses won't be able to stay in business unless they monitor people having vaccines coming in eventually. So obviously you're going to be, they said it's going to be voluntary at first, but if the ball, no, it was New York. That's right. It was the, thank you, Lord. It was the bar, the legal bar. Okay. For attorneys in New York, right here in America, they clearly said that if it's going to be voluntary first, but if people, if the voluntary doesn't work, they will make it mandatory. So the emergency preparedness act gives them, the legal constitution, I guess you would say, the legal legal ability to force a vaccine. Smallpox is there. We, we watched the vaccine uh, Congress. We watched it and we heard them say that they have the law in place to nationwide do a, a mandatory vaccine because of smallpox. I think it was smallpox, but all of those laws got changed and here's the thing. They also said that you don't have a religious exemption or a medical exemption anymore. They can, they can actually get, they can bypass that because of what laws they got in with smallpox and things like that. So guys, we're going we're gonna to try everything we can to legally refuse medical, uh, religious, whatever. Um, but I can see, I will give you one other thing. Hitler's plan, and I'm going to talk about this this week. Hitler's plan from the very beginning, he told them, we, this is the Nuremberg trials. Hitler said, we do not want the Christians to be martyrs. We will make them to be criminals. So that, I have to leave you with that because what Hitler did is he drew the Christians in when they were close and they were so patriotic and so just bought in to the progress of the country. Guys, just like what Trump is doing right here. They got so close and they were his advisors and everything. So close that when things, he became a dictator, Hitler, when he became a dictator and everything, and he was doing horrible things, all right? The church was so close that only a few people stood up against Hitler. I mean, it was only like a few thousand out of 60 million. Only, I don't know the exact number, but I'm just, what's normally found, it was a small remnant. A small remnant stood up to Hitler. 
Now, obviously, they got killed. They got jailed. They went to concentration camps. You obviously know what happened. But the deal is, is we're reliving history here, guys. So potentially, potentially, we're back in the same deal where we will not be persecuted just because of Jesus, okay? But because we're criminals, because the law, we're breaking the law, not getting the vaccine. We're breaking the law with mental health, breaking the law, preaching a pure gospel about what, you know, for the same thing Apostle Paul preached. It's called the offense of the cross. If you preach this gospel, you live godly, you will suffer persecution. So, that's all I have for everyone tonight. Thank you guys for staying up so late. It is 3 a.m. here in Central Time. Now, if Reese Shackelford asks Brock, what will you and your mom do if they try to force y'all to take it? Now, first of all, you have to define what force is. <laughs> um, let's just say they pinned us down, all right, and they you know, stuck us with some shot in the vaccine, right? I would claim Mark 16 that they will drink any poisonous thing and it would not hurt me. I would just, I would get up and shake off, shake it off just like the Apostle Paul in Acts. I can't remember, it's 28. Uh, the Apostle Paul was picking up some sticks to build a fire and a snake, a serpent, a poisonous serpent bit him, an asp. It bit him and he shook it off. Why? Because Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They, if, they, if, if they drink any deadly thing, a poisonous thing, it will not harm them. I would sit there. And if they did it, I would get my family together. We'd be praying in the spirit. And I would simply say, no deadly thing will harm my family. I would stand on that. And I would believe, and I would quote Psalms 91, no dead if they come near my dwelling, no pestilence, no, you know, I would quote scripture and stand. If it got in my body, listen, guys, a disease or a sickness is typically something that was outside of your body that got in. A cancer got in your body, and that's what Jesus did. That's what he taught. He commanded, he rebuked the fever. He commanded the sickness to go. It says, he, I command you to come out of him. That's all we do. When I heal the sick, I do the same thing. If a, something foreign to my body gets inside without my permission or God's permission, listen, command it to go. That's what we'll do. Plan A is not take the vaccine. Plan B, if they force it on me with, against my will, they tackle me or something, which they got to catch me first. But if they do get me, then... I'll just cast it out just like I would a sickness or disease. So, um, that's the only thing you have at that. Op that's the only option you have at that point. Okay. Now th that brings you to the topic of the mark of the beast, you know, where, you know, you have to denounce Jesus and things like that. This is a topic that, you know, it's pretty hard to prove. It just, like I say, it's really close to looking like the mark of the beast. Now, if anything, it is absolutely definitely a precursor for sure because it's looking like buying or selling, and I'm telling you, it seems with the UN, all their great reset and the digital thing that they're talking about, the digital currency and everything, everything digital and the AI, they got quantum computers and all this stuff. 
with all that being said, if there's ever a beast system, it's now. Okay. If there's ever a mark of the beast with all that stuff, it's looking like it is now. So it's very close. And we're going to keep monitoring. We'll keep looking at it. So everybody, I bless you guys. You guys are awesome. Listen, I know it's late. So uh, share this video. You know, make sure your family sees it. Make sure you can get the information. I know it's long, but, you know, we'll try to break it up as well and give you guys the things you need, okay, so you can share this, you know. But as of right now, this video, instead of taking days and weeks, we just condense it into one long video, okay? Love you guys, and y'all be good, and uh, y'all have a good morning, actually. So I'll see you in a few hours with Lynn Taylor. And we're going to be talking about the Noahide laws in America and how and what that looks like in our education system. So it's going to get really well. Thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you guys for every donation, for all your kind words. Thank you for your prayers. You know, these days, it means a lot. We depend on God every day. I mean, obviously, you do too. and You should. But you know, we're living by faith trusting him we don't live by anything but the word of god it's one word one instruction to the next that's how we live our life i mean everything in our life every blessing it comes from god somehow somewhere he moves on somebody's heart you know to bless and, and uh, everything so we really appreciate it. we love you guys y'all have a good night thank y'all and we are praying for you okay Treehouse Publishers presents Author and White House Correspondent Dr. June Knight has published 10 books as she traveled the country in obedience to God-serving ministries. Her books are about the Bride of Christ, preparing the church for the end of days, persecution, purity, and spiritual warfare. She even wrote a book revealing the pain and struggles of her own life called Testimony of a Broken Bride Jesus is the True Husband. Her books hope to help families make right decisions in the coming days about the mark of the beast and to choose Jesus over the beast system. Dr. June released four books this year about current day situations such as judgment, technology, tribulation days and more. These four books released in April of 2020 after she left the White House and exposes what she knows about President Trump and the Antichrist agenda. These books reveal apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment and it's for the harvest. Dr. June reveals the great divide in the church in this hour due to the great deception. She explains what is the ecumenical movement, new apostolic reformation, and false religions, exposes the One World Religion Agenda, Dr. June exposes the New World Order and Satanic Agenda, this book exposes the lie of the New Apostolic Reformation Evangelicals who have surrounded the President and is partnering with the Beast System, this book chronicles 40 days of repentance and casting down 40 idols in our nation and church, this book reveals the biblical pattern of judgment and the current judgment, what is the pattern of God's judgment? Why does he judge? What is my role in this? This book discusses now that we know apostasy plus idolatry equals judgment where do we go from here? How do we prepare? What do we look for? What about technology? The human implantation chip, etc. 
So purchase the American Pot Books today before they shut them down. Be alert. Be informed. Be equipped for the war ahead. Or go to www.gotreehouse.org and purchase all 10 of Dr. Dewey's books today on sale. If you are interested in writing a book please go to treehousepublishers.com. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.